Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. start of this new year, we're looking at some of the claims of Jesus when he was saying, I am. Yesterday, we discussed that uh, he said he was the bread of life. Today, we're moving a few chapters ahead in John's Gospel, chapter 10, Jesus saying he is the gate for the sheep. Now, we have we have two sayings here, um, both related to shepherding. Uh, now, let me explain something about how shepherds operated in the time of Jesus in the Middle East. Because it was very, very different from what we think of in this country uh, or in Western society as a shepherd is. Um, In Israel, you couldn't just turn sheep out onto some lovely lush green pasture and let them feed. Uh, A shepherd would literally lead his sheep Uh, The pasture is very, very sparse, and so he would have to keep moving. They could walk as much as 10 to 15 miles a day, just very, very slowly with the sheep grazing as they went because um, the vegetation is so sparse and they didn't want to eat out any of the vegetation completely. Otherwise, the the sheep would um, not be able to survive. And of course, at that time, most shepherds would be nomadic. So... Uh, you know, they would be literally traveling around because the um, the vegetation was so sparse. Now, if you imagine, therefore, a shepherd is walking all those hours uh, with the sheep and very necessary to guard them against the animals, the wild animals that uh, were predators at that time, uh, he would need some time to rest at night. So uh, there were... Sp- places where there was a kind of a sheep pen or paddock where several different flocks would come. So you might have three, four, five flocks all in the pen, and they would have a watchman uh, who would look after the sheep. And uh, he, he needed to be there because, again, the wild animals could attack at night. Um. Now, Jesus is going to use two analogies here. He's saying that he is the gate, and then he is going to be the good shepherd. Uh, the, the revelation about him being the good shepherd is absolutely amazing, I think, um, especially when you bear in mind um, how these sheep are corralled at night. Because um, the sheep always knew the voice of their particular shepherd because he was the one that led them to food. So the sheep would never follow a stranger. Even another shepherd was a stranger to that flock. So you would think, well, if there's four or five flocks of sheep all in the same pen, aren't they all going to get mixed up? And the answer is no, because what happens in the morning is one shepherd comes along, calls his sheep, and only his sheep will come out of the pen and follow him. Because the other sheep don't recognize his voice, they will stay in the pen. They will stay in the security of the pen until their shepherd comes along. 
And so Jesus said, you know, my sheep know my voice and follow me. Now we'll look at that more later. Um, the watchman is guarding the flock at night. And of course, the real shepherd will come in through the gate. Uh, and uh, as Jesus says in, in these verses in John 10, that anybody who climbs over the fence is a thief and a robber. Only the genuine shepherd would go through the gate. Now, Jesus makes two statements. He says, I am the gate for the sheep. And he says, I am the good shepherd. Okay, now let's deal with the first of these. I am the gate. What does he mean? Well, let's read the, the context that he says. Um, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thief, thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. Now what's he talking about here? Well, ultimately he's talking about salvation. He is the gate to salvation. All these sheep that are enclosed in this sheep pen are safe. They're secure with someone watching over them. They can come out following their shepherd and find pasture, and they can go in again but, of course, the sheep will always go in and out through the gate. So Jesus is saying, I am the gate. All those who came before me, who claim to be Messiah, who claim to be able to give salvation to people, were thieves and robbers. They were all false. They were all trying to use people for their own ends. I, I am the gate. I am the only one through whom you can come to receive salvation, to be safe and secure with the watchman caring for you, looking after you, looking over you. So, we often, we often hear teaching about Jesus being the Good Shepherd, but not so often do people pick up this statement that he is the gate. So he is the gate for the sheep, and those, therefore, who go through the gate find salvation, but they also are able to come in and out and find all the provision that they need. And Jesus is suggesting that there is only one gate. There is only one gate, and anybody that tries to get to the sheep in any other way are thieves and robbers. So what's he saying? Well, he is saying that he is the only means of salvation. 
which of course is repeated elsewhere in scripture, and we'll be talking about that later in the week. Uh, but he is he's making um, a more definite statement than that, not just that uh, all who believe in me will have salvation in the end. He is saying that all who accept me as the gate will also find provision for all their needs in me because they will be able to pass in and out freely. They will be able to go wherever they need to go and, and uh, they will be cared for, they will be safe, they will be secure because of their faith and trust and confidence in me. This is a very pastoral scene, but actually it really packs a punch, this passage, doesn't it? It does. Um, and uh, then you see uh, it's within this context that Jesus makes this very famous statement the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they, the sheep, that they may have life and have it to the full. Now you often find, especially the second part of that verse quoted, I have come that men may have life and have it to the full, or even the whole verse, the thief um, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that men may have life and have it in all its fullness. Now, of course, the thief there stands principally for the devil or those who are actually acting in the name of the devil. Those who climb over the fence rather than go through the gate, they want to steal, they want to kill what they steal, and they want to actually destroy the flock. So that's what the enemy wants to do. But anybody that passes through the gate, the watchman is at the gate, and he will only let the genuine shepherds in through the gate to care for the sheep, to call the sheep, to lead the sheep. So it is a very dramatic sort of, of picture. But if we believe in Jesus, then we are his sheep. I'll talk a little bit more tomorrow about really what that means, because I think it's quite amusing, really. But um, the great thing is that, you see, we are secure in him because if, if our trust is in Jesus, then the thief can't get hold of us, can't steal us. Remember, Jesus said, none can snatch you from my hand. So we are totally secure in him. And... Of course, as those who belong to Jesus, we have been given the fullness of his life, God's life, eternal life. So perhaps many listening have never said, thank you, Lord, that you are the gate. They may have said, thank you, Lord, that you're the good shepherd, and thank you that I'm one of your sheep, and you've called me by name. Uh, I think that's perhaps an easier concept for us to get hold of. But this is just as much the word of God. I am the gate. Thank you, Lord, that th through you I can pass in and out. I can be safe and secure, and I can find pasture. Thank you that the devil has got no hold and grip over my life, but you have come that I might have the fullness of God's life for all eternity. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 